First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock a out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. Welcome back to the Two Beers Podcast. Bienvenidos, because we have some El Terminador news uh, this week, right, Drew? Ta. Huh? Ta. What's that from? Means yes in Ukrainian. I was. (laughs) Jesus, how are we going to the Ukraine if you can't learn the language? My God. (laughs) Get your head out of Brazzers and into the books. They speak American there. Ta. We'll have enough money, like our forty dollars over here will be like a lot more over there. That is true. When we that get is. to the Loma Club, we'll be living like kings. It is very intimidating when I'm shopping on the Ukrainian sites and it looks like it's like three thousand dollars for like a basic white T shirt. <laughs> yeah, I can say Strasvoitka and they'll be like, Why does this guy just keep walking around saying hello? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Uh, oh, we got some fun stuff going on this week. Are <laughs> you ready? I'm feeling, uh, got- I'm, I'm feeling jazzed up, man. We got our, our Nightcap Recap crew. They are running amok in Newark right now. Yeah, they AEW are. Dynamite Jeez. on TNT. All over the place. Yeah, the AEW got the juices flowing. We got to bring our... people going. Got to bring our A game tonight, man. No, no none, of, none of your C-minus fucking shit going on you know what that was uncalled for mean and words hurt good um maybe it'll inspire you to be good tonight all right you know what i i you inspired me for this first beer i'm very excited to try it you, you ready let's do it what do you got okay well hold on we gotta do the two brew salute oh yeah yeah you always were a little bit too early oh uh, god knows that's three right. two one if you ain't first you're last bro um so, Drew, in your honor, I have I, – I don't know if I tried a pumpkin beer last yes, year. Yes, I just, hate, yes, I just don't like yes. pumpkin beers. But in your honor, I have a pumpkin beer. Now, this yes. is a recommendation from my main man who works down at Colonial Beer. It is Whole Hog Next Level Brews. It's out of Wisconsin. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, uh, it, it's uh, it's like Stephen Stevens Point is the is the brewery, and it's it's called Whole Hog Next Level Brews Ugh. Pumpkin Ale. Hopefully, Brewed it's with uh, pumpkin and spice. What's what percent? Uh, the spice seven percent. Uh, see, I like. The, see, I, I didn't like, like the, that. I whatever one I got at your place when we had watched the Pacquiao fight with that spice, I didn't like it, man. I know. See, I don't like the real yammy pumpkin. I like the ones with the. Sp- he said this was a good balance between everything. So here we go, my maiden sip. How dare you? Yes. Um, yes. Um, oh, yeah. That there is, we go. It has the spice. Yeah. It's more the pumpkin spice than, 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 than the yammy pumpkin, which I don't, yammy. I don't like. Yammy. How many times can we like say yammy. yammy on the pod tonight? Yeah. Whammy. I don't, I just don't like the yamminess, but this is, this is okay. I, I can do this. I you can do made this. that word up. 
you know what I made up? What what are you drinking? You, oh my god, what you, am I not you're drinking? Big fat turd. It's so funny that you say that because I am pumpkin slutted to the brim tonight, baby. I got Southern Tea or Pumpkin. I got pumpkin rum for shots. Anytime you say something silly or Murtaugh like, I got pumpkin spice trail mix. I am ready to rock the oh, pumpkin train tonight. Let's oh, go. God. Let's go. Pumpkin you thought you thought mix. you thought last week was wild. We're getting really wild. Let's take let's take this up five notches. You Let's have a, go. A pumpkin spice white claw next to you too. Oh, I wish if they made um, it, I would. Becky? If they made it, I'd drink it. Oh Lord. Actually, no. I actually had my first seltzer over the weekend, and they are gross and disgusting. And it was by my my matriarch, Corona. It was basically just like flavored water. It was gross. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, you uh, you probably had it tucked right in your thong. It was uh, it was free at a, an outing like a man I was at. thong. That's all they had. So, uh, yeah, I probably should have just stuck with the water. Yeah, I probably should have. Uh, but yeah, let's see how many shots I can uh, get in tonight. No, I mean, based on my criteria, I'll probably get seven or eight in. At least. Should um, I add? Should I add misinformation? Because then maybe I'll get fifteen in. Well. Are we going to catch the misinformation on the fly, though, or are we going to have to correct it next week? I always catch when you say things wrong. I just don't like you. I don't want to make you feel bad, so I just keep it to myself. And then when we figure it out the next day, I'm like, oh, yeah, we totally missed that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But if there was a a character in Lethal Weapon that just made up bullshit, like, you're that character if I'm Murtaugh. That that character exists. It's the Joe Pesci character. Well, that's you. All right. That's that's an honor. All right. All right, Pesci. All right. I'll be the Pesci. Okay. Valdez Conceso! Did I say his name right? God God knows I couldn't, or God knows I can spell it with my eyes closed now after I had to type it so many times last week. Um, well, why is spelling with your eyes closed? You just say the letters. You just say the letters. Shut up. Why why do you need your eyes for that? Are you talking about (sighs) typing? Speaking of not using their eyes... Had some controversial scorecards. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So, basically, um, we the fight was we were actually recording the uh, the NFL special, the the go for two, while the fight was going on. So kudos to you for actually that was a hell of a job. Uh, hardest thing, hardest thing I've ever had to do. <laughs> um. So uh, yeah, and I was keeping my on my eye on it too. Um, and. I'm sitting here watching this in, in my mind. I'm like, okay, maybe I'm distracted, but like, it looks like Conceso has taken most of these rounds, and and we're texting while we're doing the, the go for two, and you're like, who took this round? I'm like, Conceso. <laughs> yeah, and that was really the latter half. Kiko, Kiko, Kiko. But so like, he came out and was awesome. And like, w- was bigger than Valdez, kept him at length. Valdez could like not really get any offense going until the second half of the fight and even then everyone was like oh Conceza was just running he you can't run all night I'm like excuse me uh he landed like as I was watching I, I kept thinking he was winning these rounds and everyone's like oh Valdez, Valdez got him on the run Conceza threw more punches and and landed more punches in every round, except for there was, I think, one a round tie. where it was tied. In round seven. Round seven, they each landed seven punches. Like, there was not one round where Valdez landed more punches than Conceição. Yeah, and, and I, 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 got, I got the official punch stat. So, 
Valdez landed 83 of 390. 83 punches of 390. Uh, 19 out of 181 jabs. 64 out of 209 power shots. Uh, Conceso, 141 out of 576. Almost doubled him up. He almost friggin' doubled him up. Jabs, 38 out of 279. And wait, let's say this before we go further. What Val, Valdez was the champ, and this was this was a. Um, Are a these one- stats right? I don't know. It was. They, wait, they were they were one thirty. One thirty. He was one of the champs at one thirty. I have it too, dude. My God, you had one job. No, because I, I well this because then this uh, makes but- this makes it even worse. So power shots, Conceso lands one hundred three, compared to two ninety seven. Which I, I know that's right, and now I'm even now it's I even call more bullshit on this fight because everybody yeah. that was saying Valdez won was because he landed more power shots, and that's not even I, true. I know. I didn't even I didn't even look at the, I didn't even look at that closely because I just thought that was a given. I, I thought people like, you know, whatever. Um, like, yeah, you, know, you can't you can't you can't win off off of just the jab. Off of the, like, just the jab. He won every every round. Yeah, and I mean Val and, and in and, every uh, category. Yeah, and uh, listen, a lot came into the fight with the, uh, you know, the failed, the or, you know, he failed the test for the banned substance. Um, we had this, <laughs> we had the scorecard 114-113 Conceso. That included a point deduction where he got a point deducted, I want to say it was the 7th or 8th round, I think it was the 8th round, for a shot to the back of the head. No warning. And then Valdez went on three straight rounds getting warnings for throwing rabid punches and no point deductions, which, I mean, it, everywhere on Twitter was just like, they're doing everything to hand this fight to Valdez. Um, okay, so l- l- let's lay this out because we're, we're a little bit all over the place here. But Valdez, so, were, so was the fight. So was the fight, I know. But Valdez was, was the WBC champion coming in. Yep. He, he, he tested positive for a banned substance. They, the um, last week I didn't know the tribe. It was the Pasqua Yaqui Tribe Athletic Commission in Arizona. Yep, allowed the fight to go on. The WBC chose not to strip Valdez of his title. Correct. So the fight, Conceição steps in the ring with a guy who was on PEDs and whooped his ass, and they gave Valdez the scorecards. What were they? Two close ones. One seven, one fifteen, one thirteen on two of them, and then one seventeen. I thought one was one fourteen, one thirteen. I thought they were both one fifteen, one thirteen. Um, okay, yeah, sure. I don't think you get to one fourteen, one thirteen. Oh, with a point deduction. Oh, I guess the point yeah. deduction. What, it was one fifteen, one. I got it right here. You got it. Okay. One, one, uh, it was two of them that were one fifteen, one twelve. Oh, 115-112, yeah. ESPN had it 114-113 for Conceso. Yeah. Uh, But, uh, and then the the most egregious one was 117-110. Yeah, and and what was crazy on a lot of these scorecards, like, we were pretty convinced that, we were pretty convinced that Conceso took the majority of the first six rounds. And if you look, and it was the back half where it's kind of like, eh, I mean, they're close rounds, like, you know, we'll see what happens. But if you look at the scorecards, like, these guys are giving Valdez rounds early, which I, I just don't know how they, because he landed, like, one shot in, like, the third round, like, one punch that was, like, uh, 
a really powerful punch, he gets that round. I, I, I whatever. I, I thought that was nonsense. Um, it was ridiculous. Like it really was. And val- and not that this matters, because trust, if you check our Twitter line or Twitter Twitter timeline, you'll know it doesn't matter. But uh, I mean, Valde- Valdez looked like he got hit by a truck after this fight. His face was all tagged up, puffy, bleeding. And Conceso didn't even look like he had just been in a 12-round championship fight. Yeah, it was insane. Um, so I, I'm trying to find it here because I thought I had it saved. But um, the the judge who had it... 117-110. Um, who had it 117-110 actually came out with an apology and an explanation, which never happens in boxing. No. Um, so I have it here. I'm just going to read it real quick. Uh, I would like to share my thoughts publicly on the specific conclusions I have reached important, uh, reached important topics regarding judging and boxing. Close rounds. There were a few very close rounds in this fight, and I made two mistakes. Number one, not to score 10-10 in two rounds. I felt there was not a clear winner, which you never see that anymore. So it's weird that he said that. Yeah, I, I hate that, 10-10s. That, to me, that doesn't exist. Uh, number two, scoring those to the champion, giving him the benefit in the close action. And he goes on to say, the crowd noise influence, it was a loud crowd in favor of Valdez. During the first rounds of the fight, some actions took place in a corner in which I had a limited view and couldn't see some of the punches that were landed by Conceição. And there was no crowd reaction uh, when Conceição hit those, contrary to when Valdez landed. I was also dealing with photographers and cameramen all crammed up due to the location of the champion Valdez in the red corner to the left of me. He notes he was in between the photographers on the left and camera crew on the right, who at times actually bumped into me and blocked and even stepped on my hands while going walking across the ring. Huh. Considering these distractions, I honestly thought I was still able to do my job 100%, so no excuses. Uh, another bullet point, getting stuck on one fighter. I awarded three out of the first four rounds to Valdez, which is a combination of the above points that I have outlined. Um, And then he goes on to say that I have scored the bout on TV, and I have at 115-112 or maybe even 114-113 in favor of Valdez. Um, And then he went on to say, like, and I don't have the whole thing for some reason, but he went on to say, like, I'm... After this, you know what? I'm going to step out of my duties as a judge, and I'm going to go get more training. Get more training on this, and it's just like, thank you. Like this, yeah. this never happens. <laughs> like, it, like he didn't have to do that. And so many times, it's 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 just collusion. And and he 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 came out and said like, my name is everything. I'm like I'm not I'm not paid off. This is what happened. This is how I made mistakes, and I'm going to go get training. So. Kudos for him for having the integrity to step up. Like you, you screwed up. So have the integrity to step up and and admit it. So, man, it was disappointing. I I, I was all over Conceição coming into the week. Um, I really thought that he had a shot to take it, and in my mind, he won that fight. Um, and, and Valdez, I I just I, I can't imagine. Which uh, there was a there was a, a scene where Valdez is coming into the locker room and his buddies are just kind of like, "Hey, 
Hey. 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 Yeah. Good job, guys. Uh, like That's you a... could. Like they're like they're, they're so subdued. You could tell they're like embarrassed that like shit. We got the belt, but like our boy got got just ravaged in there. And like I, I can't imagine having to cheat and then go and getting your ass kicked. Like what what's got to be going through his mind? Like yeah. So I mean, Valdez needed damn. all that cheating to still get schooled to, and have the judges steal it kicked. from him on the cards. Yeah. Yep. Like. So now, so now the, he's got a belt at one thirty. The big, the big fight coming up: Jamel Herring, the uh, the Army veteran or the uh, Marine veteran, uh, versus Shakur Stevenson, who we used to like. I, I, I'm kind of annoyed with him at this point, but um, yeah. So now, I guess, I guess he'll get the winner of that. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, he said he wanted to fight. Uh, he wanted to fight fight Shakur Jamel next and he took on Seisau so we'll we'll see I'm I'm not convinced that'll be his next fight especially after he just got Neither his ass I. especially after he just got his ass handed to him um I want to see where Con Seisau goes from here because like look he fucking took it to this guy man come on yeah. well like, they also give, well, give give him a good fight next like let him fight the loser of Herring and and Stevenson yeah well it was fun and, and, and try and get his way up to be like a like a mandatory yeah, or have him. I, well, I think I think eventually there's some somebody. I think eventually is fighting for that vacant title uh, that JoJo Diaz last lost on the scales. I still don't know why that's still not a thing. That was like ten months ago. Rakimov. Um, yeah, with Rakimov. Uh, I did think for Valdez. I thought it was ridiculous how Valdez because I guess after the fight can say so. He doesn't speak English, but like he was pointing at Valdez or some nonsense, and Valdez is tough guy. Like there was some skirmish in the ring and. Valdez was basically like, well, I've been through enough this week, man. Don't point at me. I'm like, dude, what a loser. It's like, oh, and yeah. Andre, I, I and Andre, and Andre, yeah, and Andre Ward said it, said it better. He's like, yeah, you don't, you don't get extra credit for that. Like, that's, that's you and your team. Like, you, that's on you and your team. Like, that's not, yeah, that you, you don't, you don't get credit for having to go through something that you created. Yeah. Uh, I was disappointed with how much of boxing Twitter and how, like the commentators, like Ward, actually thought Valdez won that fight. And I'm like, like oh Conceição was running I'm like no he's not like what do you, what do you, you want him to stand in the pocket and exchange when that's the other guy's strength like and meanwhile in the meantime he's out throwing and outlanding the guy both in jabs and power punches like yeah. what do you like that's called perfection like that's called strategy yeah and I I just uh, I don't know I didn't see it early and that's that's my whole thing with some of those guys um and usually we have a similar scorecard to to, to Ward. Ward, Ward you, usually us and Ward are, are on the are same page. Set, yeah. Like I, I get the body language, I get him coming forward, but just because you're get coming forward, like if you're getting tagged up, like you don't get the round. I, I know yeah. it was it's so annoying. Like what what were they watching? Yeah, I don't I don't get it. I I, I can't remember. I don't know who Bradley had because Brad. I mean Bradley the entire night was just going on and on about how Valdez was basically a piece of shit and should be allowed to fight. But I, I don't, so I, I forget, I, I didn't, I didn't catch what his, what he thought, who he thought won the fight afterwards. Uh, Neither did I. But I had a couple upsets too. Uh, Gabe Flores lost. Yeah. Andre Ward's protege. Yeah. That was a hit me. And there was a lot of controversy that the fight should have been stopped, but his, his, him and his dad refused to stop the fight. And, uh, my man, my man Xander Zayas, another win. So, moving up, moving up in weight. 
Yeah. So it was a fun, uh, fun little car. It was outdoors. Pretty cool. I like outdoor venues. Was it? Yeah, it was outdoors. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, bro. Um, it was. Yeah, it was. It was an interesting venue. Um, obviously not conducive for judges. Um, <laughs> obviously. But uh, other other boxing news before we move on here, um, Drew. It's official. November twentieth, Vegas. Sean Porter, Showtime. Sean Porter gets a shot at the WBC title. Is that right? Yeah, WBC. I don't know. Bud, Terrence Crawford. The two sides worked out a deal. It's going to be Crawford's biggest payday. Porter's getting a nice guarantee. It's happening. We may, I may, we may have to see how much tickets are. ESPN Plus pay per view. So I think this is going to be. If you have ESPN Plus, you can get the pay per view for like. It'll probably be. I'm going to seventy five. I'm no. I think it's going to be forty. It's going to be forty or forty nine. Because Aaron was saying today he wants to make it reasonable, just kind of given that they want to get a lot of buys. So I don't think it's going to be 70 like a Pacquiao fight. Ooh, I think, that'd be nice I think, if it was 50. I think, they're gonna, yeah, I think they're going to make it 40 or 50 bucks. Um, which honestly, like, I mean, why not? Like, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think you have to have like a 70. I want to see how they round out the card. That would be nice. Yeah, good. Yeah, good point. Because a lot of the problem, top, a lot of most of the top ranks prospects, like Navarrete, would have been a good fight to have on that under. Well, it's not. It's a, he's fighting. Well, it's an next announcement. He's fighting soon, but old Navarrete would have happily got back into it in four weeks. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's uh, six six million dollars. For Bud Crawford, four million dollars guaranteed for Sean Porter plus pay-per-view splits. So, guaranteed, guaranteed ten million dollars involved in this fight, which is pretty, pretty yeah. sweet for both of those guys. I'm excited, man. Uh, I mean, we're we love both of those guys. Uh, I think Porter, Porter, ha- Porter may have. I mean, win loss wise, maybe not, but. I think he's got one of the best resumes in boxing, and I don't even think that's really debatable. He's fought all the top after Crawford. He, he steps up to fight. The yeah, I mean, after I mean, he, after he, he doesn't shy away. Yeah, after he fights Crawford, he will have fought every top name at 147. So I just uh, like it because, like, the other thing too is they're two Midwestern dudes. So like, and they're they're not they're they're both. He's Ohio. Right? Or Porter's from Ohio, right? Yes, he's from yeah. Cleveland. Cleveland, and and then uh, Bud's from Omaha, uh, and then uh, they just they they're just they go about their business. You know, it's they're they're that fine line between cocky and confident. Like they're they're they toe that line pretty respectfully, which is a little bit refreshing compared to like Ryan Garcia, who is just cocky but actually has no fights. Um, yeah, and just talks a lot. Yeah, so like with glitter backgrounds. Yeah, with with glitter filters on on social media. Um, but so so we like both these guys. Sean Porter's a warrior. He kind he kind of reminds me of Holyfield in that regard, except for Holyfield was like Holyfield was whole body physical, and that's kind of like Sean Porter as well. Except for Sean Porter doesn't really like headbutt and like elbow like Holyfield does, like like in a dirty way. Yeah, but he he's like he's like whole body physical though, so he he's a fun fighter to watch. And Bud's just pound for pound, so it's going to be exciting. And I mean, if you if you if you if you haven't seen any of these guys fight, Sean Porter versus uh, 
Errol Spence is the fight to watch. I mean, Porter lost the fight, uh, but it was it was neck and neck until uh, Spence just caught him and uh, got a knockdown in in the eleventh round that really separated the two guys. And for Bud, well, let me say this too: um, uh, Sean Porter beat Ugas. He did in, in a decision. That was a very physical fight. Yeah. And so that's what we're saying. He fights these top guys. Ugas is the one that just beat Pacquiao. So, yeah. Early, early prediction. Who do you got? Early prediction. Ooh. Oh, I'm gonna say Bud on the cards. I think Bud stops him. I don't, and I don't, wow. I don't and I don't think Porter's ever been stopped. I, I don't think. Yeah. I think Porter. I. I, I, I think I, Bud I, stops him. We'll get into the now. I don't want to get too much into it. I'll save it for when we get to the fight week. But uh, I think there's one one tiny flaw in Porter's um, arsenal as to why Bud's going to stop him. We'll get into Porter, that when we get into the fight week. Porter, he's just tough as nails. He is. Uh, dude, I, I, if, he's, if Bud stops Porter, that that's would be sick. If that. Bud stops Porter, I don't want to hear this Earl Spence bullshit again. Yeah. Being better yeah, than I Bud. Agree. And like it's not necessarily you know boxing's not necessarily where you can compare this guy fought that guy because styles make fights, but Porter Porter gave him everything he had in a split decision. If Budge, who's Bud's the lighter guy, because remember Bud's Bud's been moving up in weight. Like he yep. he was at, yeah. you know uh, I I, th- um, I think Porter is the more natural welter. Yeah. If he stops him, I I don't I may I think I don't even know if I would. Put, nah, I guess I, I won't shortchange Canelo, even though he's a fucking cheater too now. I hate that whole camp, so I'm just gonna talk trash about him. Yeah, I'm kind of, uh, <laughs> I'm kind of with you there. I'm like, <laughs> but uh, I, if he stops him, I, I, I don't know that I'll ever until he loses. I'll take, I'll take Crawford out of the, uh, the pound for pound. But that's that. And then our boy uh, Navarrete. Well, hey, you, you, you said about about going to get tickets for that. I, I actually <laughs> looked up tickets for, uh, um. Uh, plant and canelo oh they're expensive as hell the only ones remaining were like i think 1300 yeah i think yeah i I mean i luckily i don't think the crawford uh the crawford fight's gonna be that expensive but uh i think it's gonna be a twelve thousand twelve thousand venue okay so it's at the mgm right no oh okay no it's at a small oh that's canelo that's why that was in my head canelo's at the mgm Correct. Um, uh, all right. Anyway, so yeah, Navarrete. Navarrete defends his fevi- featherweight championship against Ho. I don't. Joet. Hoet. J O E T. How do you do? You know how that, that's properly said? I no, I do not. Uh, uh, Gonzalez. El Terminador. Yeah. El, yeah. El Terminator. The, the, the Terminator. I know nothing. I know. I know you nothing. Punch him in the face. He just keeps <laughs> walking forward. He doesn't care. In the words of Charles Barkley, I don't know anything about Gonzalez, but they're, but he's in trouble. So yep. Navarrete is going to make quick work of this guy. I I don't I I don't know at 126. I mean, there's a lot of guys there now still. Like Warrington's still there, Zukan's still there. Um, whoever I forget who did Zukan just lost. Uh, I've already forgot his name. Who he got upset by. But Lars there. There's a lot of guys there. T- technically, Leo Santa Cruz is there. Gary Russell Jr. is there. After this fight, like I hope they can make a big, a big fight for Navarrete. It's time. This dude just destroys people. Uh, he's fun. Let's 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 get a big fight here at 126 for this guy. Lee Wood just beat um, 
Zukon. You know what I would might you know you know it'd be interesting? A catch weight a catch weight fight between him and Kanseisau. Um, That'd be an interesting fight, like maybe at like one twenty eight. If top rank, if they can't get any yeah. of those other guys, because all those other guys I just named at one twenty six are with different promotions. That w- that would actually be an insane fight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It'd be yeah, if you don't, if Navarrete is not ready to fully move up to one thirty, just do a catchweight at one twenty eight. Ooh, that would be fun. Yeah, I agree. God, I'm so smart and so good. Um, nothing this week. Nothing this week. Yeah, well, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, nothing this weekend. Uh, Eubanks Jr. is fighting on DAZN. Uh, again, I only pay attention to him because Roy Jones Jr. is his trainer, and we love Roy Jones Jr. Love Roy uh, Jones. Don't know who he's fighting. I don't really care. Uh, my massive heart on for Usyk Joshua. I I can't wait. I I may take off a week from work just to prepare and take notes and watch fights and be ready because – it's going to be awesome. September 25th. And, ah, uh, dude, it's in London, which means it's going to be at, like, 5 o'clock, the ring walk. So we don't even have to be up at, like, midnight tweeting. We can just watch this thing at, like, 5 and just, That's like, nice. be fully functioning for it. Yeah, dude, I uh, I cannot wait. Alexander Usyk, I'm coming for you, Anthony. I love this guy. <laughs> uh, uh, Joshua's gr- Joshua grows on me as each day goes by. Um, I Yeah. Yeah. Usyk's gonna beat him. P.S. I hate that you're saying that because you're just such a jinx. I just think it's not gonna happen. Well, that's true. Uh, it's gonna. Anyone that's sleeping on this fight, you're a loser. Uh, I'm sorry. This fight's it's, it, it's honestly it, to me, it's so compelling. And if you're a casual listener to the podcast, it's it's a good fight. Like it, it'll be a good one to watch. It really I, is. I, I mean, yeah. it, you might you might not get the fireworks at heavyweight that you want, but like it's gonna be a a very good fight. Yeah, I mean Usyk, the the traps that Usyk will be setting for him, whether or not Josh Joshua bites, whether or not Usyk's going to be able to take advantage of him with his power, like I, I'm just fascinated to see how it goes. Uh, yeah, I, I can't wait. Next week, going to be fully ready to roll. Ooh. All right. Um, moving on from boxing, I know you said you didn't want to talk about this, but I I don't care what you want. Oh, you, uh, you you snuck it in there, you little you I little did. minx. I did. Um, baseball. So just you know, I don't really watch a ton because my team's the Pirates, but I, I I do follow you know every couple days. I do I do the whole box score warrior. Um, so things that are jumping out here. Man, this AL East is nuts. Your boys, the Tampa Bay Rays, are just, just locked in on top. Man. They just brought up. You know they, you know they traded away all their pitchers and all their guys. Ba ba ba. They're not going to be good. Jordan, do they do they still have a Renz Arena? Yeah. Then they're going to win the whole effing show. Go um, back, go back to episode thirty-eight and get that bold prediction. So yeah, but look look at the rest of this, man. The Yankees, Toronto, and Boston. Oh, they're all, all tied. They're all tied. Eight games back. Toronto's won what? 15 of 17, 15 of 18. It, it was 15 and 17 as of like a couple days ago. So it's probably like lost. They 16 lost of 19 or something. They lost one and won one. So, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's that, that division is insane. Um, I, 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 my pick was the Yankees versus hold on now. Hold on. Cause I got some other news for you. The NL wild card race. 
Well, 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 look who's one and a half games up for the final wild card spot. They hang around, hang around all year. The St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah. Huh. huh. Wasn't that somebody's dark horse pick to make a make make a weird run to the World Series and then lose to the Yankees? Huh. I wonder. Yeah. If, I wonder if they're going to close it out here in the final two weeks and hold this one and a half game lead. They're one and a half over San Diego and one and a half over Cincinnati. So uh, Cincinnati and San Diego are both uh, three and seven in their last ten, and St. Louis is seven and three in their last ten. So pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Now, in terms of the uh, National League West. Um, the Giants just continue to hold two and a half game lead over the Dodgers. Like, wow! Nine wow. of the last, I, I, nine I of the last ten. Yeah, that's just—it's just nuts. They—they—they they, they won their last nine games. San Francisco, like, oh my gosh! And then um, the only other thing I want to bring up is the only thing I—the uh, only bet I was willing to make at the beginning of the season was the over and the Pirates wins. I think it was fifty-eight and a half. Uh, was it 57 and a half? One or the other. Either way, the Pirates have 54 wins and 91 losses. So that's telling me, what, 145? There's, what, 17 games left? Did I do that right? Um, if there's 145 games, if they've played 145 and there's 162, that's 17 left, right? Uh, yeah, close enough. They, they need five wins out of their last 17 or 16, something like that. Um. So that's gonna hit. So, nanny, nanny, nanny. Sweet. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna be sixty and a hundred, hundred and two. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Phillies just throw up on themselves. Yeah, yeah. So the Phillies are three and a half back of Atlanta. So I, what's been going on there, dude? Yeah, the wild card. Exactly what I said. They, uh, they were gonna sweep after coming off sweeping the best team in the. Uh, uh, they swept the Brewers and then. They got swept by. They got. I think they got swept by the Marlins. No, lost two out of three to the Marlins, and then they lost three out of four to the Rockies at home when the Rockies were fifteen and fifty-eight on the road going into that series. So, Ugh. yeah, that's how it works. Again, hopefully Bryce wins MVP. As long as as long as Bryce wins MVP, at least I'll be happy because at least he'll get his recognition. They got losers, just ridiculous. Yeah, throw up, throw up, throw up. I was just trying to pull it up, but they don't even have it anymore. We'll have to uh, we'll have to revisit our predictions once the season's over. See how close we got here. Yeah, I want to see uh, my boy. Um, is it uh, was David Carlson? Was that his name? Car- Carlson for uh, I forget his first name. Carlson for the uh, St. Louis um, baseball reference. I wanted to see his stats to see if he's even in contention for rookie of the year. Cause that was, that's the one I was hanging my hat on. Uh, cause I just Dylan Carlson. I just thought if he had a good year that they would do well and, and that, that he could win that award. Eh, his OPS is like 746 with 13 homers. So blah. Anyway, um, that's all I got on baseball. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I can't wait for the playoffs though. Like, Baseball playoffs are amazing. Like, yeah, they, they are they, so good. And they are, we've confirmed, right? They are going back to the old. Like, they're not doing, like, 27 teams get in this year, right? Yeah, correct. Gotcha, gotcha. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I am excited. I'm, I'm excited to see if the Blue Jays sneak in. I want the Yankees. Like I said, I want my prediction to come true. I want the Yankees and Cardinals. But um, I know, I mean, but Tampa Bay would be super fun to watch them do it again, make it to the World Series. Oh man. Um, you know the Dodgers. I mean, that they're, they're kind of annoying at this point. They like just traded for everybody. They have everybody. I think I had Tampa versus the Dodgers in the World Series. That may, that rings a bell. Um, going back, back to back. Yeah. So I about what was it about mid season? I was like, man, wouldn't it be cool if we saw uh, Blue Blue Jays versus Padres in the World Series? Yeah. But, but that's Blue. that's not gonna happen. The Padres are are, are far out. But oh, I just yawned. It's time for a pumpkin run shot here, bro. Oh, do it. Um, ooh, ooh yeah. Oh man. Ooh yeah. Let me uh, hold on. Let me wash this down with some uh, some of this trout mix. <laughs> oh my gosh. Mm. Okay. Um. Oh yeah, that's the stuff. Uh, trail mix. What that's the, the hell? That's the stuff. What? You never had trail mix? Not while doing a podcast. Why? Uh, that's a great question. Why? Um. Okay. Are so, you too good? You too good for this thing? No. You know what? We're too good for. To get guillotined in week one on our Woo! NFL pickums, that's what we're too good for. Inch, 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 inch. The boys survive. Yeah. So I think we we finished in the bottom third. We were like twelve or thirteenth or something. Well, we but were. Guess what? That we was before, that we, we didn't. I don't, I, I don't think you factored in the last game to that score. So. Well, we we lost the last game. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's we were, right. We were twelfth going in, and then oh, we that's lost right. Baltimore Baltimore threw up on themselves. That's yeah. right. That's right. Good call. Uh, but you know what? Doesn't matter. This is the one. Uh, this is the one time uh, the if you're not first, you're last doesn't apply. If you're not last, you're first. Yeah. So uh, had a couple of bad beats. The Dallas, uh, Dallas, da- or the or yeah, um, Godwin fumble in the last three minutes on the two yard line. Dallas going down and scoring, and then TB12 kicking the field goal did his you know broke us there. Uh, the Jets scoring in the last two minutes uh, crushed us, crushed our hopes and our dreams. Did we have any other bad beats in week one? I'm just trying to think. Yeah, uh, Kansas City and Cleveland, right? That, uh, that wasn't a bad like bad, a bad beat. I'm just saying like we had it in the bag and then it just we then, lost uh, it. The, yeah. There was another one. I'm trying. I can't remember what uh, what it was because I have week two up here on my phone. I don't have. Week I'm looking two. at it. I'm looking at it now. We almost lost San Fran Detroit because Detroit San Fran went in full prevent mode and then fumbled <laughs> fumbled the ball as they were trying to kill the clock and Detroit uh Detroit almost came back and won that game. I think that was it. That, those were those were the bad beats. Um, Arizona completely destroyed Tennessee, which I think is the story of Week One. That's kind of my biggest like, wow, they really laid into them. Uh, and I think uh, we had six of the six kind of you know disagreements we had. I think I went four and two in those. Not that anyone's counting, but yeah, we kind of like picked the. How many of them did we get? right of the ones we disagreed on how many did we get right uh we got like whatever whatever we alter like we because i mean it's pretty random that we're alternating ones and then we got cincy right we got cincy right (laughs) 
Uh, that might be it. Uh, there was one I picked. Dallas, Dallas, Tampa. No, no. Okay. I think it's it. Dallas, so, Tampa. We disagreed. Dallas. So the the, the yeah. six disagreements. We missed five of those games. So that that hurt. All right. So yeah, so this did. week, what we did was we we changed up our methodology slightly. Slightly. So ever so slightly. So we we what we decided to do is we picked the winners of the games. Yes. And then we had agreements in what. I think it was another 11, right? Was there five disagreements this time? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, bro. It was a okay. lot. So there was a seven. lot. So, okay, it didn't seem like a lot to me because I was not very confident in picking it's them. It's a tough week. A lot of and, weird matchups. And so Drew was like, all right, look, I like this one. Let's take this one. This one I don't care about. Let's take yours. And Drew just went down the list and did that like like pretty quickly. And we were like, okay, there was no disagreements on that. Yeah. We were like, okay, let's do that. So then once we picked all of our winners, we ranked our confidence on each one. We then averaged our confidences together. Mm-hmm. And, and then the highest average number, we started at 16 and then worked our way down from there. And then when there was any ties, we just talked it through. We got our final list, gave it a once over, and then we, we there was a couple toggles. We were like, yeah, let's put this team above that one. Yeah, I agree there. Actually, funny enough, the only one that we really didn't ever agree on fully, we gave like an eight confidence to, which I guess I, in retrospect, that probably wasn't a good idea. <laughs> I, didn't even, well, I wasn't even thinking of that, but it's okay. Yeah, so um, <laughs> without further ado. Let's roll. You ready to roll? Ready to go, go, go. Hold on. Let me... Let me take one. Let me take one more of these take, shots. Take a hit. Take a hit of trail mix. <laughs> don't hate. Um, don't hate the mix, bro. Okay, All so right. I actually uh, deleted the opponent, but that's. I got it. I got it. It's my. This, it is, this. This is my car. The one time of the podcast I get to do something. All Oof. right, go ahead. Uh, that second. I'm two. Two in five minutes might not have been a good idea. You may have don't, to take over here. Don't don't choke on those nuts. <laughs> Whoa! Uh oh. All right, 16, 16, Denver, Jacksonville. We're in Jacksonville. Jacksonville is getting six and a half. We're rolling Denver. They look they look strong against the uh, the lowly Giants. Jacksonville looked pretty god-awful with uh, a whole new setup they got going on, and Irv Meyer has already got one foot out the door thinking about well, that delicious USC job. Yeah, so we're rolling – so we're rolling. We're rolling Denver here. Uh, we both felt pretty good about that, and this is one we actually both had the same confidence for it. So we uh, we felt pretty comfortable there at sixteen. Yeah. Uh, at fifteen, we're going Pittsburgh. The old Pittsburgh Steelers, the team that Jo had no faith in last week to cover. Yeah, that was great. We're taking Pittsburgh at home versus Vegas, six and a half. Uh, this was one initially where we almost disagreed, only because for whatever reason, our buddy, our buddy Goff, you know, outside of prom, the small prom night victory, I guess you could call it that. The only kind of joys he gets is when Vegas, then the Raiders beat the Steelers. So I feel like every time Which they play, happen all the time. I feel like every time they play, he gets to like send that picture of him pointing at the scoreboard on the TV that he's had like for twelve years. But like Pittsburgh always loses to them, so he gets to do it. So I'm a little worried about that, but ultimately I think Pittsburgh keeps it rolling. Um, I think they win by at least a touchdown, so the, the spread being six and a half makes makes a lot of sense. Like aside from the whole goof jinx of goof just putting it in my butt every every year is, uh, I'll say that it's a West Coast team coming east. 
Um, they're coming off a, you know, I like to pick against teams who, who win a thrilling victory the, the week before because, like, you're coming off a high and then you have a downer. Uh, plus, they, a short week for Vegas. They played on Monday night, so they have, like, a couple strikes against them. And and for me, the big swing was is Big Ben the past couple years is, like, uh, as an away quarterback, he's, like, probably bottom third. As a home quarterback, he's, like, top five. So, like, that's the other thing. It's in Pittsburgh, so, like, he might end up just having a great day, so... That, that that was the other. He still he still he still got six or seven of the extra balls that he's dropping on on eighteen. So he's he's good to go. Yeah, he's just pulling them out of his pocket, dropping them in in the fringe, just just chipping chipping away, head. chipping away. Uh, all right, fourteen. We're taking Tampa Bay over Atlanta. Given twelve and a half, I don't really usually we don't usually like giving a lot of points, but. Tampa looks like they're going to be scoring a lot of points. Atlanta couldn't score at all at home against Philly, who doesn't have, you know, a stout defense. It's decent, but to not be able to score the ball against them, I worry about how they're going to score the ball at all against Tampa Bay. So, Agreed. It's Tampa Bay. It's it's, uh, it's a home game for Tampa, right? Yes, correct. Yeah, I mean, it's just... Yeah, I, we're, I, we're rolling with it. Yeah, uh, TB's probably going to just want to rack up the stats. So, <laughs> Yeah, all righty. 13, lucky number 13, Arizona, those frisky Cardinals. Uh, after demolishing Tennessee last week, they're playing Minnesota. They're giving three and a half to the Vikings in Arizona. We're rolling the Cardinals again. Don't believe in Minnesota. Very, I, like, I like Minnesota. You but- do. And I don't. I, they don't have enough firepower to keep up with Arizona. I agree. Uh, I loved Cincy last week against them. I'm glad we we uh, were able to get get to an agreement on that. Love Arizona even more against them this week. Uh, that's going to be funsies. Uh, Twelve, Kansas City. After they didn't cover last week, we're we're putting a lot of confidence in them. Giving three and a half to Baltimore in Baltimore. My my whole thing here, Lamar has not been able to beat uh, Mahomes. I don't see that changing. Uh, not having a running back. I mean, the running back carousel is a problem because I think they're leaning a little bit too much on him to run the football. Not having a consistent number one wide receiver, I think, hurts them offensively. And honestly, this dude's got to learn to slide. Like, did you, the, did you watch the Monday Night Football game? You know, you didn't, right? I watched the fourth quarter in overtime. Did you see his fumble where, like, he, like, fell, like, yeah. on his neck? Like... Uh, yeah, I saw the fumble, yeah. Well, there were two. The, I saw the second one. Then. Okay, yeah, like, the first fumble was bad. Like, the dude's, like, in midair jumping forward, and, like, he, like, does, like, a half spin, and, like, could have, like, broke his neck, man. Like, he, he just needs to learn to slide because he's just going to end up getting hurt, and you're going to have, like, a Cam Newton situation where he's electric for, like, five seasons, and then he just he breaks down real fast, real quick. Uh, so we're going to take Kansas City there at 12. My thing there was – Anytime Kansas City's getting only like three and a half, they just put up so many points. I'm probably going to take Kansas City. Yeah. Uh, 11. We both took Dallas. They're getting two and a half. They're in LA playing the Chargers, who we both like. I, Dallas just has to win the game. Uh, they lose Monday night. The schedule doesn't get any easier. This is a game they have to win. I think they come out and really make an effort to give Zeke the ball after only having like five or six carries last week. Dak's going to do some do some things with his arm. 
they they just have to win. And I I just they they have to play desperate. I think the Chargers are playing a little more free and loose, so I I, I like Dallas. My here. thing here was Dallas could easily win this game against the Chargers, so I took the points. Yeah, and, and I, I think Dallas's offense will be hard for the Chargers to keep up. Yes. That's uh, 10Z. So, again, this is the last. So, our, our kind of – we talked about it last week. 16 through 10 is pretty crucial to try to get these points. Um, and then the other other games kind of fall where they are. Uh, our number 10, we're taking Cincy. They're getting three and a half in Chicago. Uh, you know, probably it could be a field goal game. Cincinnati could win the game. Give us the points. I don't like Chicago's – thing they're doing with like Dalton's playing but then they're bringing in Agreed. Uh, they're bringing in fields at certain points uh, I you know Dalton looks fine against the Rams but just 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 give the give the young kid the football yeah um, the, the only thing I thought of was Chicago actually ran the ball much better than expected yeah um so that gave me a little bit of pause, but since he's getting the points, Joe Mixon ran the ball pretty well last exactly. week. Exactly, and so since he just looked way better than expected, um, and they're a team that knows where they're going. Like their rudder is pointing straight ahead, and Chicago, Oof, like my rudder, about to point straight ahead. Well, yours never points down. That's and right. Then Chicago is. Uh, just they, they're just doing that mixing and matching crap with their yeah, quarterbacks. Like that's that's not a good formula. So that's why I went with Cincy. Agree. Uh, number nine, nine Z's taking the taking the birds, taking the yep. birds. Yep. Uh, it's in Philly. They're getting three and a half. Uh, Mostert goes down, so the Niners lost their running back. They also did a lot of the back and forth with the quarterback nonsense. Um, San Fran's not traveling; they stayed actually stayed in West Virginia. Per our is that uh, right? Per our per our San Francisco Forty Nine insider uh, Teddy Rapantis, they uh, they were in, they were in West Virginia. He wasn't wasn't happy with our uh, our disrespect in his words of the Niners this week. Yeah, that's uh, fine. And I, I don't care. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, so, but yeah, I think uh, the Eagles looked. They you know. They looked squirrely on offense last week. My man, Devontis. The Eagles were one of the best-looking teams of week one. They're a home dog. They're getting points. I'm taking the Eagles. And they have one thing that the 49ers don't have. Devonta Smith. Yeah, baby. Killed in his first game. Touchdown. I think it was five catches, 70 yards. Let's go. Uh, number eight. Number eight, we're taking, uh, we're taking the Colts. They're getting four and a half at home against the Rams. This is the one that I don't feel great about. We're giving it a lot of points, but you gave me Buffalo, so I gave you the Colts. Tell us why you want the Colts over the Rams. Um, the Colts have back-to-back home games to start the year, and I just feel like that's something you don't get too often, and I feel like they have to win one of those, and they already lost one. Gotcha. Um, couple that with my non-belief in the Rams this year. Mm. Uh, they looked great week one, but now they have to travel. I think Matt Stafford still is who he is. I don't think that he's like all of a sudden like John Elway out there. I think he's still Matt Stafford, which is good. It's a good yeah. quarterback. And but I mean, like, even I, when we even when we talk about the offense looking good, they had two 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 huge plays where the Chicago secondary just completely goofed up. And like lost guys and cup and I uh, forget who got the first touchdown, but they so, just had big play touchdowns. So I I, I, 
I could see the Rams easily winning. I think this is a close game the whole way. And I, okay. If, at at, at uh, uh, the home team getting four and a half points, I'm going to take it. All right. Uh, number seven, uh, this is, again, I, I want a Buffalo here. Uh, they're in Miami. They're given three and a half. I just think Buffalo has to win. Big letdown against the Steelers last week. Up ten nothing. Uh, ten three. Going into the half and they get outscored. What twenty three nothing in the second half? Is that what it was? Pittsburgh had a zero at the half. Okay. Um, yeah. So oh yeah. Yeah. Pittsburgh absolutely stole that game, in my opinion. Yeah, um, so I think Buffalo is just going to come out just firing away. That, that's a good point. That that could be true. I I was I I was leaning Miami. This was a again a one where like I just didn't know and I was okay with anything. Yeah, I was leaning Miami just because I think Miami's trajectory is pointing north. Buffalo should be a juggernaut, but watching that entire game live, just the lack. of of running game for Buffalo. It is bad. Was eye-opening. It's like, you're going to get this quarterback friggin' killed. Like, you're you're just, you can't block for him passing. You can't block for him running. Like, he's just getting crushed every play. And, like, if you had any kind of running game, that would at least alleviate some of that. But, like, they just don't care about running. And that's why I was just like, uh, on the road in division, I was like, oh, I kind of wanted Miami, but I, like you said though, Buffalo could easily be like, all right, let's get our shit together and come out and, and cover that three and a half. So yeah, I was okay with it. Uh, number six, we're going the Hawks. The twelfth man is back. Seahawks over Tennessee. It's gonna put ten- Tennessee's getting six and a half. Uh, they looked horrendous against the Cardinals. They did in nothing. Week one. No, literally, not, yeah, nothing at all. Nobody did anything. Um, and so they're going to go into Seattle with the fans being back. That place is going to be nuts. Yeah, and we talked about on the, the go for two, you are, you're down on Tennessee this year, and so far that's looking, you know, we, it's only week one. We know you're not a football, a football spiker after week one, but okay, that, looked, that looked very, very much the way you called that one. So uh, that's six. Number five, we're rolling – Rolling Houston, uh, we're getting, we're taking the twelve and a half points against Cleveland. It's in Cleveland. For me, this was purely twelve and a half is a shit ton of points. Yeah. Uh, I think week two, like week one, I think is usually offensive heavy. I think week two, they, people settle down and it's more of the defenses look good and they're closer games. I just think that it's going to be a close game, and even if Cleveland goes up by like eighteen points. I think like Tayrai just gets a garbage time touchdown against a prevent defense to somebody over there, and and then, uh, then Tayrod come. comes in after Tayrod. Yeah, after Tay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna do a tandem tandem quarterback thing. Those two guys, the adventures of Tayrod and Tyrod. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. It's gonna um, be fun. I so I, uh, yeah, I think uh, pretty much that just a lot of points. It's a lot. Like I don't trust Cleveland to cover twelve and a half points against anybody, and not only that, but um, I think Cleveland's gonna win. Oh, for like, sure, yeah. But but Houston is gonna want to run the ball, which is gonna shorten the shorten the game. And guess what? Cleveland wants to do run the ball, which is gonna yeah. shorten the game. So I I think you kind of put in limited uh, limited possessions, and I think Houston is better than people want to admit. Not that they're good, but like they're gonna be able to score like fourteen to seventeen a game, and like 
So then you're asking Cleveland to put up like 35 in a game where everyone's running the ball? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, just just a lot of points. Yeah, a lot um, of points. Yeah. Number five. That was five. Number four. We're going, we're going the Giants against the Redskins. It's in Washington. Fitzmagic, your boy. Man, he didn't last very long in week one, no. eh? No. Eh? Just like the geriatric Ooh. that he is, his hip exploded. Um, yeah, so. for me, and for me, NFC East division games always feel like they're a field goal game, so just give me the points. That's why I took the Giants. Giants looked ridiculously terrible against Denver um, on Sunday. A lot of big, big brew crew blaming a lot of people outside of the quarterback there, but they just looked like a mess. Uh, but I, I don't believe in Washington, and I think it's a close game. So give me my three and a half. I'll take it. Yeah, I, I picked Washington, and it's a Thursday. Oh, and it's a Thursday game, so those always usually suck. Yeah, it's gonna be low. I, I picked Washington just because I thought they actually looked better once Heineke got in there. Um, but it doesn't matter. The, there, it's, it's, a, it's gonna be a, a yeah, a dumpster fire. So whatever. I, I, I had no argument there. Uh, number three, we're going AFC East. Uh, we're taking New England. They're going to New York to play the Jets. They're giving the Jets four and a half. I, I just, for me, it's the Jets just have so many rookies at so many positions. I, I think New England uh, is just going to win the game. I think Mac Jones has a game under his belt. Uh, I, I just, I think they're going to win by a touchdown. Yeah, rookie quarterback versus rookie quarterback. I don't know what to expect. Um, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if the Jets won. Wouldn't surprise me if Agree. New England won. I think I I think I had the Jets, but you honestly, did. that was just like a yeah. coin flip. I don't really care. I think I just took the home team getting in the points. Yeah, four and a half. Um, Correct. But I honestly don't care. New England. I'm fine with New England. Uh, New England's defense will score a touchdown this week, so you you could Boom. you could pencil that in. Take that to the bank. Yeah. Uh, number two. We're taking the Panthers over your boy. I was shocked because I I wasn't I just I didn't care who what we're gonna do with this game. This was always gonna be a low one for me, so I was like I'm just gonna ride Jo's boy Jameis and his crab legs. Uh, but you like the Panthers getting the three and a half in Carolina. What do you What do you got? I again, uh, I'm talking about in division on the road, coming off a high. Now you're going. You're taking the home dog, get the points. Taking the home dog, um, and again, I, I, New Orleans could easily win this game. I think it's at least going to be a battle. I could see Carolina backdooring it, is what I'm kind of thinking. Two and a half. Wait, wait, what was it? Uh, four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah, like if it was three and, and a half, half. Sorry, three and a half. Three, three and a half. half. Again, sorry. so if it was two and a half and like a field goal, like it feels like it's going to be. And and if you listen to the. Um, into to the NFL uh, preview, we we're doing a four week chunk to breakdown, and I had this game circled as a game to watch. You did Kamara versus CMC. They're both one and zero. One of them's going to be two and zero. One of them's going to be one and one, which is going to be kind of critical for the division. Um, Too bad one of us picked the Panthers to make the playoffs, so one of us didn't. Ooh, yes, I did. Um, so I I think that uh, yeah, I don't know. I just took the home dog. Three and a half points. It could be a field goal either way. I, that's going to be a great game. So um. yeah. Uh, alrighty, and that leaves us with our one point. Uh, whew, man, the Packers looked awful against the Saints. 
Uh, they are home against the Lions. They're given 11 and a half. We took Detroit. Uh, I, I, it's just a lot of points for a division game, even though they're in Green Bay. Green Bay, Rodgers has some ridiculous Monday night um, stats. stats. Yeah. And they're going to be out for blood because they got absolutely embarrassed. Uh, we, I think, I don't know. I can't remember who it was. It was either Teddy or your brother, Tori. Uh, who shared a stat that Rodgers literally could have thrown every ball, like five balls in the dirt, and had a better passer rating than he did actually playing the game on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, that's how bad he was. So I think he's going to come out ablazing. I just think Detroit, they're, you know, they'll get garbage time. They'll get garbage they're, time they're touchdowns. They're good enough to do garbage time yeah. to keep it close. Yeah. I uh, just, well, at least yeah. enough to cover the 11 and a half. Yeah. So we're just taking points. I, yeah. I picked I pick Green Bay. Um, but again, I think we both had it as number one. Yeah, we did. Like, it's it just so like many whatever. points. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Too so, many points. so that's what we got. Uh, wish us luck. We get to uh, we survive another week. We and, just have uh, to not come in last. That's all. That's right. And I usually love coming in first, so we're going to be good to go. Um, and then the other weekly NFL thing we're doing here is our DraftKings. DraftKings. So, again, Drew just wanted me to do it and then comment on yes, it. So that's yeah. what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, so this week, again, if you, if you never played DraftKings, it's a $50,000 salary cap. The DraftKings algorithms and or their team sets the salaries of each player. and You have to do a quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, a flex, and a defense. Um, so without further ado... The quarterback I chose this week, Drew? Yes. Um, let me see. The the number one quarterback is Patrick Mahomes at 8,300 and Kyler Murray at 8,200. I went with, at home, Philly. Jalen Hurts, $6,500. Okay. So I, that, that's, what, that's what I did there. Um, I like it. I like it. He's going to run the football. He's going to pass the football. Yeah, I, I, think, I think that... He's going to show well against the Niners. Um, my running backs. And this is my highest paid player on the team this week. Nick Chubb, Cleveland, against Ooh, Houston. Chubb. 7,800. Um, the, the top running backs were so expensive this week. Yeah. McCaffrey was 9,900. Dalvin Cook was 9,100. Kamara, 8,800. And Derrick Henry, 8,300. Nick Chubb was what the fifth at seventy eight hundred, but with playing Houston, went with Nick Chubb. Plus, I uh, Chubb gives me a Chubb, so I, I love that guy. Okay. Um, this one, I, I I'm up for debate here. And Drew, so I was gonna uh, say this is this is this is probably the only one I really don't like that you picked. Uh, Chris Carson, sixty one hundred. Um, so he's down a ways. I actually have the the um. I have the budget to get Ezekiel Elliott at the Chargers if you want to toggle that. Ooh. I kind of um, like that. Other ones of note, Miles Gaskin. Um, I don't even know who you would be comfortable with. What's Jamal Williams getting from the Lions? The Lions? Give me one second. He is getting... Am I Okay, uh, Monday night. Jamal Williams getting 5,200. So we, we could... We could take him if you want. Let's go Zeke. Big bounce back week for Zeke. Let's go. Zeke, okay. Okay, there's Zeke. Um, who's Seattle playing again? 
Uh, they're playing uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, all right, so oddly enough, so I had I had uh, Z, uh, my first wide receiver for 6,400. Like CD Lamb. Like it. I, I, I just like think it. that they're going to have have some uh, s- some good passing there. And, um, I mean, Amari was just a monster in week one. I think this is a CD week. So he's, he's well. See, I mean, CD I think had over 100, 100 yards receiving well. too. Yeah. The the top wide receivers this week are Tyreek at eighty four hundred, Devontae at eighty three hundred. Oh, my man's already up to eighty three hundred. DeAndre Hopkins at eight thousand. Love Steph, it. Stephon at seventy seven hundred. I love et cetera. it. I like it. I want some more of it. Um. So we did CD at sixty four hundred. I like um, it. Let's do it. Number two receiver at five thousand. Jamar Chase, Cincinnati. He had a great week one. Um, I think people kind of expect them to spread that around. They expect him to kind of mellow out. I'm doubling down. I'm, I'm thinking 5,000 Cincinnati at Chicago. I don't know what the weather is going to be, but um, I'm kind of thinking that, that Jamar Chase shows out again. Like maybe this is the start of a thing because like he has already has the, the Burrow connection and yeah. Maybe maybe this is a thing. So five thousand bucks. I'm I'm going Jamar Chase. Okay. Um, number three receiver. This was the darling of everybody's uh, fantasy uh, preview. Uh, um, he uh, went for one catch for fourteen yards in week one. Marquez uh, Callaway for New Orleans. Uh, um. I mean, Drew. Here, here's here's other options in that range. What's Robbie Anderson in that range? He's 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 not in that range. Too high. Um, let me let me. Sterling just give Shep. You, give you the double check. Kay. Robbie Anderson is is way too high. Um, okay. Sterling Shepard on Thursday. Um, he's too high as well. Okay. Darius Slayton is not though. Nah. Um. So yeah, I had Marquez Jamal Callaway. Jamal Williams is too high. I mean, I, uh, he's a running back. Well, you could we could we could flip your flex and him. Um, that could work. So the flex I had Mike Williams. I really just don't. I really just don't like Callaway. Watch, he'll put up like five touchdowns this week. I just I don't like him. And then the flex. Do we have enough to get? Um, who'd you say? Jamal Williams, the Lions from, from Detroit. Yeah. Let's look. Okay. That is Jamal Williams from Detroit. No, no. Damn. Sorry. Damn. So I don't have it. So, all right. So let's say Mike Williams is the third receiver at 6,100. So I, so that gives us three players in the Dallas Chargers game. Um, that gives us Zeke, CeeDee Lamb, and Mike Williams. So, again, Mike Williams kind of a monster week in week one. I think he does well again this week. Uh, maybe that's the start of a thing, too. Um, tight end went with Tyler Higby. The Rams at Indy, I, I don't know why. Every time Indy plays, it feels like there's some kind of tight end action somewhere along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, Patriot, or, I'm sorry, defense, I'm taking the Patriots. I already called a touchdown for them against the Jets. Um, they were 3,700. Uh, that puts them at the fourth most expensive defense, which is usually a little bit higher than I want, um, which leaves us our flex, Drew. I had Marquez Callaway. Um, we have... Forty-two hundred dollars left. Um, geez, this puts us in just stupid territory. Like, um, I wonder if we can get that San Francisco running back. 
Um, Hemoster? No, no, he's too expensive too. Um, Didn't he get hurt? Yeah, but I'm saying the backup who like uh, well had a hundred yards. Oh, Elijah Mitchell. Yeah. Um, we will fill in. Let's just do this. So we can move on. Um, I don't know. You don't have the app up, do you? I don't. My gosh. All right. How about we just fill you guys in next week? Because who the hell cares and who knows? Yeah. Well, we're we're we're, we're going to swap it though. Yeah. And sweet. N- and that's week two. Yeah. For now, let's just let's just throw Darius Slate. No, no, not Thursday. Um, somebody who's not playing Thursday. Let's just throw somebody in there and throw uh, Gainwell in there. But he plays Thursday, right? No. He's the Eagles. Oh, the Eagles guy. I was looking at Brightwell for uh, that, too many I was, I was too many damn wells. Okay, Eagles, Gainwell. Um, okay, and I'll save that, and we'll, we're gonna toggle the the uh, the flex. So so stay tuned on that. Toggle. Okay. Toggle. Oh man! All right, hour and eight minutes here. We're still on beer one, and um, let's let me just do the pit stop real quick. It's a short one this week. So this was, uh, you let me know. And go. This was week three of the playoffs. Uh, we were at Darlington. La- or, no, Darlington was week two of the playoffs. Uh, Martin Truex Jr. was the favorite who we did not pick. He won. Um, this week is week three of the playoffs at Bristol. Half mile, pretty steep banking. This has historically been Kyle Bush territory. He is the favorite coming into this week. So we're going to go Kyle Busch at plus 425, Larson at plus 500, uh, Logano at plus 900, and Blaney at plus 1,200. Love all that. Yes. So we'll see who continues to move on. Let's go. Uh, now the parlay. I got some. We are officially picking 100% winners again. Officially in the NFL. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, which I hate to tell you, but I, I have a college – I'm back to college. What? Yeah, yeah. So, um, there's two games I love in college this week. Great. Yes, two that I love, absolutely love. So, what is it, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Um, uh, Coastal Carolina is on the road to cover 14 points against Buffalo at noon on Saturday. Or... You tell me which one you like. I like. The I love Shanta both of these. Clears. I love both of these. Um, Marshall, where'd it go? Come on, Marshall. First off, you don't know Marshall. And also, don't act partial. Marshall is playing um, Eastern Carolina, and it's ten points. I thought it was on ten, on noon on Saturday. Oh, it's at six o'clock on Saturday night. Marshall to cover ten points against East East Carolina. I love both of those. Um, do you have a preference, or should we do both? Oh, you want to get wild? Just put both in. I don't know. It's on you. Or, or how, should we how... just go? We'll just, should we just go coastal uh, uh, Chanticleers? Since we yeah, love let's, them, let's roll the clears. They're they're up to sixteen so far. They're two and zero. Oh. They just they they crushed Kansas last week. They covered let's by half go. a point. Twenty seven. They won by twenty seven. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right, I'm going coastal Carolina. Who you got? I'm rocking the Cowboys, getting the points. Wow, at Chargers. You love the Chargers. 
Let's do it. Cowboys got to win. How, how much? How much are they getting? Uh, I don't know. It was two and a half. Uh, poor, three for on the guillotine. Oh, you, I'm getting an extra point. Yeah, half point. Yeah. Give it to me. Okay. So Cowboys enchanted clear. So we won our five dollar bet. So I think we're at, or it's up to like fifteen or something. I forget the exact number, but we'll yeah. roll it all into the next one. Let's do it. Oh, and by the way, we lost our DraftKings last week because we had Fitz, Fitz, Ma Magic. Fitz Magic and Mostert on the same team. So that was – if those guys stayed healthy, we would have been even with the other guy. If Mostert would have stayed healthy, we probably would have been. Fitzpatrick would have made no difference. I mean, uh, whatever, here nor there. Let's go on to beer two. My, I'm, I'm parched. Let's rock it. Let's rock Ready? it. Three, two, one. Uh, I got a tall boy, uh, Fatheads Brewery, Benjamin Danklin IPA. There's a crazy picture of, of uh, just a super chubby Benjamin Franklin with sunglasses on. I love it. What you got? Hold on, let me do this pumpkin rum real quick. Uh. <laughs> All right, uh, I love that. Ooh. Is that room supposed to just... Supposed to move to the left like that? Uh, I'm just going Southern Tier, baby, all day, every day. Nice. I might, I might drink a Southern Tier pumpkin beer for the next five weeks on this podcast. Dude, I love it. You're the pumpkin, pumpkin slut. Do you? Let's go. Okay, so poll results. Poll results. Travesty. Travesty. It was a tra so we we actually tied fifty fifty. On our plot twists, um, and we so we we decided we're not going to sing anything because, quite honestly, this was a hectic week for both of us, and we were kind of we were looking up that song. Which we, remember we 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 couldn't remember if it was Boy George or not, or if it was Do You Really Want to Hurt Me? Yeah, it, it was Boy George, but it was the Crying Game. Um, and once we like. We didn't have time to learn it, and like it's stupid. So we it plus singing singing's for losers, and neither one of us technically lost this week. Correct. So um, we actually have a plot twist to share with the listeners. Plot twist. That was our top five plot twists. Well, guess what? Because I've been just losing every single one. We wanted to do an experiment. You're using we. Very loosely, but sure. Up your ass. You Roll it. it. Roll it. We decided to swap lists. We swapped the lists. Drew had my list. I had Drew's list. Um, the biggest ones, and again, I put my list together in like five minutes. So the biggest ones that were, I'd say, like the the big hitters of each list drew i drew's real list well we had three of them that were the same yeah exactly drew's real list had fight club which slipped my mind i threw in ace ventura which people loved um because i don't know why that came to my mind um and then drew gave me the assist on the prestige which is one of my favorite movies so i was like having some debates on like Lord of the Rings and stuff on put in there for five and Drew was like, How about the prestige? And I was like, Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. So which so, was already on one of my prior lists, so 
Yes. And always promised me to say, it has to be a double. It's the only way. <laughs> Since you just get such a great cane. Uh, yeah, and so this experiment really came about because... It's got to be a double. It's the only way. Yeah, because Jordan just happens to think that I'm, I win these polls because I'm more charming and I'm more likable. But in reality, he usually puts together a shit list, and that's why I win. So it was more, well, let's let's swap and see see what happens. And I gotta say, the, this was probably the bad week for that because we both we both had pretty stout lists. And uh, the, Ace Ventura is probably that was probably your best movie on any list that we've done for a top five. I'm always outside the box, and I'm always putting great movies on the list. And nobody ever gives me credit, even when I stumble through the plot of Open Range for, on the Kevin Costner list. Your lists always stink. Uh, this is the first time I share polls uh, via text messages to let people know it was out there. And the first movies people were talking about were the ones on your list. First time ever. Yeah. Well, ever. Ever. Keep that in mind next time, everybody. Maybe the list, everyone who just votes Drew automatically, maybe you're not actually voting for Drew. Any hoodles. Uh, so it was time for me to pay the piper. Yeah, pay the piper. I watched Tremors. Uh, we both paid three ninety nine for this fucking thing, which is, <laughs> is we, we should have coordinated that somehow so we didn't have to both pay for it. Um, I want them to get all the money. What the hell? <laughs> I've only ever seen five minutes of this movie. Uh, watched in its entirety. Uh, very, very typical, uh, low-budget-esque 90s movie. I bet you they shot that thing in maybe 30 days, tops. I want everyone to picture the Jack Nicholson gif where he's just smiling, nodding his head. Like, that's me <laughs> right now. Like um, Hearing Drew talk about Tremors. Didn't do a stream of consciousness. Uh, I did have some amazing, amazing uh, quotes from last night as I as I turned this thing on. Uh, let's see. Oh man, the uh, the Asian the Asian dude from the Gremlins is in this movie. That's awesome. I'm glad he's got two movies on his IMDb list now. <laughs> uh, a great probably the quote of the probably the quote of the movie outside of Bacon just screaming and cussing at this. Uh, at this monster. <laughs> uh, you better step on it, Val. Consider it stepped on. Um, I'll give you $5 for this thing. 20 Great line. Uh, I can't wait to this little shitbag Melvin uh, and his stupid vest get eaten. Uh, Kevin Bacon just screaming F you at this thing. Uh, them pole vaulting on the rocks in the desert was just, I, that's where I almost lost it. And it was like, all right, so I'm, I'm, I almost so tapped good. out. and was like, at least they had the old guy, uh, oh, the actor's name is now escaping me. At least they had that guy struggle the first time. They're all like professional pole vaulters getting it on the first, <laughs> they all get it in the, fir- the first try. It was a great shot of them just pole vaulting from rock to rock. Wait, so which- let me just t- say for anyone who hasn't watched Tremors, here's the premise. Oh yeah, okay, go ahead. It's I guess this, you can do it's, that. It's this it's this like podunk town in Nevada. Even though they're all wearing Atlanta Hawks gear. And so they're like uh 
decide like uh, Kevin Bacon and uh, oh, now you, I forget his freaking name now. Um, I got it. Hold on, keep going. They they decide that they're gonna leave town because they're just like handyman. It's Fred Ward there. is the actor. Fred Ward, yeah. And so there's yeah. just there's like twenty people in this town. So they go to leave and like there there's all this seismic activity that like a college student is investigating. And dead bodies everywhere. Tur- turns out that there's these like they call end up calling them graboids, but it's like these giant underground worms. When I say giant, they're basically the size of like a bus, and out of their mouth shoots these like eel worm things. Tenac- that, yeah, like tentacle, tentacles, snake tentacles, that just, like yeah. grab people and like eat them. Um, and so they have these things are. They have no like hearing or vision. They just go by vibration in the ground and just like eat. Um, and so basically, they just have to defeat these things. So they're they're in this this mountain town. So they're totally surrounded by cliffs and mountains. There's one road in town and one road out, and that road gets taken out by these things. So they're trapped in this in this desert town. And they got to figure out like how to survive and how how to. It all happens in the course of one day, and they just have to, or like two days. Yeah, two to, days. They have to like kill these things. Um, and there's like Kevin Bacon and um, what's his name, who's a handyman. Some other random people in town, and then like Reba McIntyre and yes, and her husband Bert, who are just like survivalists, and they want to like live off the grid and get away from the government. And so they just have like all of these guns and like all of the survivalist gear, and they just go to like defeat these things. Um, and this movie's from 1990. By yeah, the way. I love. They just they just Reba was getting into acting, and they just basically said, "Here, take this role and just do the soundtrack for us." It was probably probably the agreement that they worked on with her. Yeah. Anyway, so you continue. Uh, another, and then the last the last hilarious note I have. Um, was uh I wouldn't give you a gun if it was World War Three, Melvin. <laughs> the <laughs> little was... twerp teenage boy oh, who's like yeah. fifteen and yeah, thinks he can he can help, but he's too scared and uh couple of things. Uh I, I thought that I thought that it was kinda of funny that like they were trying to pass bacon off as like this uh you know, like get your hands dirty guy, but yet like he's like, guy. but he's like clean shaven. Like he's, you know, nice and clean. Whereas Ward is like the gritty, like beer guy. Like I thought it was funny how they didn't even bother to, an attempt to like mess up bacon a little bit to, to pull off that part. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, we're, we're just, we're just putting him on the poster to look pretty in this sell tickets. So we're not, we're not even going to, we're not even going to go for it. Uh, I thought the the one thing from like a nineties movie that it missed was a, uh, a softcore sex scene where two it could have been anybody uh two people were about to you know get busy and one of the tentacles come up and like starts like like feeling at like the girl's leg and you hear the giggling and then they're like oh my god they see that it's the tentacle and then <laughs> the thing eats them i thought that was like they tr- they attempted that with the old couple that like died in the camper where the thing the thing like basically took the car under the ground yeah. uh but it didn't work i that just i was just waiting for that the whole movie i'm like when's that going to happen uh, cause that would have been a formula there. Uh, when I watched it, I, one of the, about 45 minutes in, I was like, how the hell did they get Kevin Bacon for this movie? Cause I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, 
I, I, for whatever reason, I felt like Kevin Bacon's run of like awesome movies was like from 1980 to 1991, and I just forgot this was like 1990. But a lot of his movies were actually all came after this, so I guess his performance in Tremors really gave the studios confidence that he could be like an elite actor, which is yes. you know pretty pretty hilarious. So like so after Tremors, he does Flatliners, He Said She Said, JFK, A Few Good Men. Uh, his greatest movie of all time, The Air Up There, The River Wild, Murder of the First, Apollo 13, Sleepers, Picture Perfect. I mean, he just goes on a run here. Uh, Wild Things. So Tremors pretty much sets him up nicely. Um, one missed opportunity. I, I how, did, how did they not get him a Karate Kid as one of the bullies or like Johnny Lawrence? Cause you not see Kevin Bacon like just like yelling and screaming like at like at uh, Daniel's son throughout the movies. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> I was I was so, sitting there thinking of like so, I was like so prior to this though I do, I do want to say he was in Animal House which I don't even remember he was Chip I don't either Diller. was he? Yeah, he was it Chip Diller in Animal House. No clue. He, he was uh, one of the kids in the original Friday the Thirteenth Jack I guess. That I Jack, remember. Jack Burrow. I don't remember that. Yeah, I mean, his, yeah. Fo- Footloose was his breakout. Footloose was the break. Yeah, nineteen eighty four. Footloose, and then, then he um, didn't really have anything there. Like from he was eight, a taxi oh, planes? racer, planes, trains, and automobiles. I don't even remember that. I don't remember that either. And then, um, then Tremors, and then Flatliners was classic. And she's like having said, a baby. Do I know that? I feel like I've seen that one. What she's having a baby? I feel like I've seen that. Where, what year is that? That's eighty eight. Um, oh, I don't know. But before we, before you get on to post post tremors, uh, the sequels, what explain the? Do you know the whole six degree of separation Kevin Bacon thing? They always do. I don't. I've never actually understood what that is. Really? Yeah. No, I I don't get. I, I know everyone says it. I've never it's, actually like understood. It's like uh, I thought it was was it six or seven degrees? Of separation? Whatever. Just explain it. What is the per like? How what what is this Basically, thing? Basically, if you take like any actor within seven connections you could tie them back to kevin bacon is that so right like, <laughs> well name 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 an actor i don't know uh denzel washington okay so denzel washington let's look at his movies um is this because bacon's been in a lot of movies is that what it is based off his yeah, movies? basically yeah yeah i've never really understood it like, i know everyone says it i'm just like oh okay Okay, Denzel Washington filmography. Hold on. I feel like let's we're, we're I I get it now. We don't need to go through this. No, no. Yeah, we do. Don't be a bitch. I just you know. <sighs> fine, everyone. You have to do it yourself. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm sure Denzel Washington uh, somehow gets back. us somehow gets us to Kevin within, Bacon. within six jumps. Gets you to Kevin Bacon. All right. Well, let's see if you did your homework. So. They made two legit sequels to Tremors. There's like 12 of them on IMDb, but I think only two of them were really like in the movies, film releases. Uh, and then they did a reboot on T. I don't. I, I tried to figure out where this was streaming or if this was real, but they did some type of TV series in 2020 of Tremors with Kevin Bacon. It was the just orig- a movie. It wasn't a TV oh, series. Oh, okay. But the original guys come back. I guess Bacon might have needed some money. His his he, he hadn't gotten his city on the hill check yet, so he wanted. I don't think he was in it. I don't think he was. He's on. He's on the IMDb for it. Oh really? Click on it. Is it is it a uh, hold is on? It, is it a uh, TV series? Because they did a movie in 2020. Uh, 
I'm pretty sure it was a TV. It said it was a TV series. Tremors, Valentine McNee. He's on there. He's the top billed guy. It's, I'm saying, is it TV or? It says TV movie. Oh, TV movie. Sorry, yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. So what? He did like he. So Kevin Bacon's like one of the biggest stars alive, and he's doing friggin' uh, TV movies now. Jesus. Yeah, because I'm gonna have to try degrees. to. Fi- I have to try to find this now and watch this. This is really bothering me. I really want to do the the sixty. We're not gonna do it. Out. Tell me, tell me, did you did you your homework and what the plot of of Tremors two was? Yes. All right, so give I, it to us. I remember Tremors two because the um, there was a blonde woman in there who was attractive and she was like former Playboy model turned like country girl or whatever. Country and, girl, shake it for me now. Yeah, I forget where it takes place. I think it's, it's actually it's in Mexico, and um, basically there's an oil company with oil rigs, and the graboids are taking out like the like the um, uh, like their, their all their workers and stuff. So they yeah. hire Bert to come down there and take them out for fifty thousand uh, per per graboid. Oh, and he's like. He tried to capitalize on it and like lost all of his money making like uh, some graboid graboid t-shirts. Yeah, something like that. Okay. And so so he takes the job, and um, he ends up calling um, Kevin Bacon's gone. Who was the guy? Um, Bert. Yeah. No, Bert was the was the guy like the survivor. Reba's Re- 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 yeah. So so he goes and calls the Kevin Bacon's sidekick. And is like, hey, I need help down here. And so he comes down to help him take these things out. But here's the twist. They've evolved now. And so when you, like, you, they kill a bunch of them with, like, very smartly, like, they, they hook up a bunch of bombs to cars. And these things eat the cars, and then they blow them up. But they don't kill all of them. And these things, like get sick and die and then when they die they like do you remember what a mouser looks like from uh ninja turtles no anyway so the they get like a bunch of like oh hell what they're like the size of a toddler maybe a little bit bigger like the size they're like the size of a third grader okay and they um walk on two legs and they're just like a giant mouth and they instead of doing vibration they see through infrared and they like chomp the they're just basically like a giant mouth and they just like chomp people and eat them and so but they they multiply they like throw up and like another one comes out and they just keep multiplying from eating so they just keep eating like all of Bert's like MREs and like 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 rice like feeds food stocks and stuff and they just keep multiplying and then they eventually just like blow up this building where they like trap them all mm-hmm. and that's how they kill them and they get like fifty thousand a pop so that's the second one down in Mexico on the oil rig with the, with the with the they call them shriekers because they like yell and then when they yell and then they throw up and then another one comes out. So that's with with the shriekers. Then the third one, I don't even remember watching the third one. I just remember thinking how stupid it was. And from what I, it, uh, I, I definitely read the plot beforehand, and now I totally forget it. It was stupid. 
Do, do you want me to actually say what it was? Uh, I mean, quickly, just give me the plot. Um, they go back. Oh yeah, that's right. They go back to Nevada, and like the uh, the the small town where it all started. They go back, and they have. We like, have to go back. They have a detection system that, that like t- lets them know when these things are coming, and that detection system fails. And then, like, Bart has to come back and kill them again. And it's, like... but Except for, like, it's just all very stupid. And they're... Oh, so the, the Shriekers come out, but then the Shriekers, like, grow wings, I think. Wings. I can't... Yeah, I think that's what happens. I, I honestly don't remember. It's very stupid. Yeah, so, not, so Ward didn't even come back for the third one. At that point, he just tapped out. was like, yeah, we're good. Yeah, if you say so. I I don't I don't remember. I just remember thinking how stupid it was. Yeah, and fun fact: the uh, little girl from Jurassic Park is uh, in the original Tremors, ju- trying to set the Guinness World Record for uh, most jumps on a pogo stick. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man. So that was fun. It was a good. Uh, I'm was glad a good you romp. finally saw it. It, it was, was a like, good romp. Such a like, cult classic. It was like, it was always on HBO and Cinemax in the nineties. Like, all the time. Yeah. For some reason, I always confuse Tremors with Sleepers. I guess because of Kevin Bacon. Which one's Sleepers? I forget already. <laughs> okay. Um, have you ever watched Flatliners? No, I have not. It's interesting. Where they, like, kill each other on purpose to like so they can see the other side, and then they bring each other back? No. Oh, it's a crazy cast. Have you ever Have you ever seen who's in that? Should we go to the IMDb and uh, go ahead and just see who's in this? Yeah, thing? I, think, I think one of the Baldwin's is in it. Um, oh, this has to be like J- what? Jack late, Bowers late, in is it. This late, is this late eighties? Uh, oh, it's the nineties. Nineteen ninety. Julia Roberts is in this Julia effing Roberts, thing. Yeah, it's a crazy five medical effect. students experiment with near death experiences until dark consequences of past tragedies jeopardize lives. Yeah, but so uh, yeah, so Kiefer, Bacon, Julia Baldwin. Ooh, Oliver Platt. Love that guy. Um, Kimberly Scott. I don't know who you are. Is anyone else in it? Let's do a quick. Uh, nobody else that I actually. Yeah, recognize. crazy. It's like these medical students that like bring each other back from flatline. They like maybe I have. I, I've probably seen it, but never like they, they redid it recently, like in like the past like five years or something. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, I liked it. It was good. It was, it was fun. Again, Kevin Bacon just yelling and screaming and cursing at this uh, giant worm was uh, pretty hilarious. Yeah, it, it, it's good. Uh, it, ain't it, was... smart. it ain't smarter than us. I'm going to make a run for it. And then he gets it to go right through the mountain hole down the cavern. Let's see if you can fly. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what movie was always uh, on with it, like back-to-back, like in the 90s? Tremors 2. Bad Boys. Oh, oh yeah that's odd yeah yeah right. like like if you were like if you were our age i'm 37 and like say you were like 12 staying up watching hbo and cinemax like late at night just waiting for like the like the skinemax like new oh, movies yeah. to come on oh yeah and like the two movies before that was like <laughs> bad boys and tremors uh you know what on that point i'm gonna take another one here Oh, yeah, that's the stuff. 
All right, man. Well, on that note, um, I got nothing else. You got anything else to share? I do. Okay. I'm, you're you're getting homework next week. What are you talking about? I'm tired of you bullying me on this podcast. I'm How? tired. I'm tired of me never getting my way. I'm sick of it. You always get to make the rules. I'm I am standing by, even though there wasn't a purse bid. My number was still closer. So I'm picking the movie that you're watching for next yes. week's podcast. Okay. You said you said a million dollars. I said eight million or seven million. There's ten million of guaranteed money. It, it, and it didn't. For the record, did not go to purse bid. It didn't go to purse bid, but my value of the All fight. Right, so you're being a whiny bitch. So what do you want me to watch? You know what? That's true. I am. I am. Uh, if you've already watched this, I have a standby movie, but. You're watching Pitch Perfect. Uh, I no, you know what? I don't know. Uh, so I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it. I don't with think my, I have. I, I think maybe pieces of it. I with don't my girl, with my girl Anna Kendrick. You're watching it. Okay. And I have. It should be on HBO Max. If it's not, I have my Vudu account where I have the digital copy. Obviously, I know our boy Mike Tully is a huge fan. I I this. My uh, my buddy Mark Worley uh, said something to me one time. He was like, he's like, ah, oh, it's like that scene from Pitch Perfect. I'm like, yeah, I, I've never seen that. And he looked at me like, what is the matter? Like, as if, like, I was, like, a friggin', like, like I was a walker from Walking Dead. Like, that there was something wrong with me. I was like, isn't that just, like, that lame show Glee? And he's like, no. He's like, this is amazing. You need to watch this immediately. And I actually watched the second one first. By mistake, because I just was like, all right, I guess this is what it is. And I was like, wow, this is really good. And then I watched the first one, and then I just fell in love with Anna Kendrick. And then I was like, I finally get what everybody's been talking about. I love her. So you're getting it. If you can't find it, like I said, I'll give you my account, and you can you can watch it. It's going to be glorious. Okay, i got to watch Pitch Perfect for next week. See, yes. I, always, I always get it conflated with – what was it – uh, perfect season, or with Freddie Pinch Jr. or like pit, pitch, uh, pitch counter. <laughs> you you just you just you just you just you just uh, referenced two separate movies, <laughs> Summer Catch, which was like twenty years ago with Freddie Prince Jr. Okay, and which is a baseball movie, and um, Fever Pitch, which is with Drew Barrymore and who's he's the the talk show host Jimmy Fallon, which is also a baseball movie. Uh, pitch Pitch Perfect has nothing to do with sports. Yeah, I, I, yeah, exactly. Every time I hear Pitch Perfect, I'm like, is that one of those baseball movies? It's a Freddie Prince's movie from, from with Jessica Biel. Yeah. Oh, great! Uh, great bikini have bikini shot in that one. Whew. Is Jessica Biel married to Justin Timberlake? Yeah. Huh. Sure is. You know who else is married? I was watching The Notebook with my wife the other day. Gosling. Said, yeah. You know he's married to. Um, I didn't know he was married. Eva Mendes. Shut up. Look it up. Fuck you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull it up right now. I I looked it up and I was like, Are you serious? You're lying. She, she's 47. He's 40. You're lying. I I swear. You're lying. I'm pulling what tab? Right what now. what tabloid you get that out of? Wikipedia. Eva Mendes. Uh, partner. Uh, she has been r- married to Ryan Gosling for 10 years. Wow. And neither they that they've they've like they barely do movies and shows anymore. 
They just like spend time together. I think in Canada, I think they hang out together. I think I read because I was watching again. I was I just happened to be watching. She uh, began dating Gosling, who she met on the Place Beyond the Pines, in which they both starred. They have two daughters. What? Talk what? about talk about stir up the crowd, right? We were I mean, we were just talking about like why why isn't she in movies anymore? A few weeks ago on the pod, I know, and then and that's wow. why. And then I looked up Gosling, and I was like, "What?" That's I crazy. Watch, I was watching the Notebook with my wife, trying trying to trying to put the the moves on my wife, trying to get her, you know, get her. Nick, get her you, you thought you, you thought Nicholas Sparks was gonna gonna just put her over the edge, huh? It's like our love can endure all of this. Do you think our love can do? I uh, you know you know where I first saw that movie. On the uh, on the big screen in the uh, on the green at Seton Hall. Wow, did you yeah. cry? Uh, I didn't cry. Uh, I thought I thought it was good. I liked it. I don't. I'm not afraid to admit it. I thought it was fine. I I, I love the Notebook. That's why I, I put it on. Yeah, yeah but I was like, I, I, yeah. I love the meme. It's like when you ask your girl where she wants. Oh yeah, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. <laughs> <laughs> it is that simple. It's, it's a great scene. It's great Gosling. I love Gosling. Did you ever see that movie with him and Clooney? Uh, the Eyes of March? I'm not done quoting the notebook. Oh, I'm sorry. Apologize. And then I like when he's like, I like when it's not over. It was never over. And they're like <laughs> in the rain. Oh, anyway. yeah. You were always uh, a, No, a, a, no I, I didn't. I did not watch the Eyes of March. That's really good. He's, he's, uh, he's amazing in that. I mean, Clooney's only actually in it for like, 12 minutes but sounds, um sounds terrible it's really good phillips i think it's it might be one of philip seymour hoffman's last movies before he passed away his best role two best roles for philip seymour hoffman along came polly philip seymour hoffman yes that's one white chocolate um we're gonna have different i know what my answer is but what's yours capote i hate you i don't know is that what it you is? don't is even that... deserve to be on this podcast uh, that's not mine. I'm just. I'm just. I don't know. What's yours? Well, what's yours? Uh, I liked him. I loved him in the 25th Hour, but that's just because that's one of my favorite movies. You don't deserve to be on this podcast. Crocodile Tears. Lebowski. Eh, all right, that's fine. I mean, I like the movie. I, I mean, whatever. All right. Okay. Up, up yours. All right. I mean, that's fine. Okay. All right. Well. I, yeah, that's fine. Let's just wrap this up. Sa- I mean, Samuel Lyle is just yeah, he's uh he's just amazing. Let's wrap. I just shard. I just sharded, dude. Uh, season eleven, episode four. Haha, <laughs> I totally forgot about this. Daryl, I, uh, I was ready to close the podcast. Clearly, out. clearly, you don't check your phone, bro. Uh, Daryl gets captured by the Reapers. Finally. Finally, one of my season four per, or season eleven predictions came true. Leah, the only woman Daryl's had a relationship with, guy lost his virginity at fifty-one, and now it's come back to bite him in the ass. Leah was a re- is a reaper. Uh, so it turns out that the Reapers are basically a former military military group turned mercenaries, and they've been together since the apocalypse. Something happened where she separated from the group, but then they eventually found her um, after she separated from Daryl while they had their, like, couple-year uh, relationship in the post. Post-Rick gets blown off the bridge, but not blown off the bridge to the time jump. 
uh it was fine i mean you're i think you have the i, I was worried that this was going to be dog they were dog was running the uh, the instagram account he was plastered on every actor's like twitter feed i was like i'm just not ready for dog to die um it turns out he's more loyal to Leah than daryl which did not sit well with you read read the quote that i sent you that you, you had the perfect quote uh to talk about this situation with the reapers the reapers yeah, yeah so we're four episodes in now we're stuck on the reapers and i was like i texted you i said huh I said you know what this show needs one more deranged cult before we wrap up the whole series yeah um <laughs> they do the whole bit Don't... where they they throw daryl and uh leah in that cabin and set it on fire and and they're has, they're yeah, they're torturing Daryl by waterboarding him. To which uh, we got it. We got our first Norman Reedus like on Twitter. Uh, we were. It was so funny. I was watching it. And I'm like waterboarding. I was like, clearly clear these guys have never been naked in a cell listening to Easy Street on loop for a week. Yeah, big bald head, aka Norman Reedus, thought that was great. Yeah, it gave us gave us a nice like there on the uh, on the old Twitter. I tweeted something and somebody liked it. Uh, it was great. Uh, and Daryl becomes a reaper. I, listen, whatever. This is the only way that I like this, like, side, this story going sideways with this other group that we don't need is if somehow we find out that Maggie's group was actually the bad guys in all this and the reapers were actually just defending themselves. I don't know how that's even possible, but, like, other than that, like, I don't, what is the purpose here? I just, I don't get it. You know what I'm interested in? Nothing. Where's, where's Michonne? Yeah, like, yeah, great. Yeah, exactly. That's that's all great points. Like, it's kind of like, like what, like take five episodes to build where Michonne is. Yeah, like, not for like what? Ah, like who is this group? We don't care. Yeah, it's frustrating. Like I said, unless you're gonna have some crazy turning point where like you're gonna actually kill Maggie because her group were bad guys and she needs to go. But like they're not gonna do that because like she's got the kid. She's got little Herschel. So this is just a waste. It's just now, like it's just filler, which is just whatever. Okay, so Daryl's gonna have to kill Leah, like, okay, or Carol's gonna someone's, whatever. I, I it started. I was I was really intrigued starting off here, and now it's it's losing me a little bit. I did think it was hilarious when Daryl was like, "Yeah, a woman's leading them," and this tall, skinny guy never shuts up. <laughs> <laughs> talking about Negan, uh, Negan ba- yeah. basically setting up to be like, yeah, if you see that tall skinny guy that doesn't shut up, feel free to kill that dude. Um, yeah. I, but I, I guess... Would, I would be... The only thing that would be interesting to me is if, like, Negan somehow became the leader of the Reapers, but... Him and Pope just became best buddies? I don't see how that's happening since Negan's uh, just, like, a free and loose fast talker, and they're, yeah. like... They're, like, uh, re- religious slash military like paramilitary whatever just yeah. like i do like i do like that hard, actor hard asses yeah i do like that actor who plays pope he uh he's the trainer of the first fighter that donnie creed fights in the first creed who's taken over he took over mixed gym from for rocky okay i do like that guy pete sparazza is his name in, in creed but i i do like him he's good uh yeah we'll see i think next week's all going to be about the um the CRD, the the colony, whatever. I've already for- CRM. I've already forgotten what they call. It. No, well, that's what it's called in the world beyond. I've already forgotten what it's called in the Walking Dead with these guys. Uh, 
because we've sidetracked now with the Reapers. So, well, yeah, we're going to keep talking about it until we get there. We got four episodes left until, I guess, the first break. The Commonwealth? Yeah, the Commonwealth. There you go. You got it. I think the whole episode's going to be inside the Commonwealth next week. I don't think we're going to see anything with the Reapers or uh, with our buddies at... Oh, no, we might see we might see Alexandria. Yeah, we will see Alexandria because Jeffrey, Jeffrey D. Morgan's kid's going to be a walker in this episode, which is going to be kind of funny. Oh, yeah. That was cool. Like his wife that you uh, you didn't realize was uh, Lucille on uh, Talking Dead. No, I did. I did. What? No, you didn't. I thought that was Lucille. What are you talking about? Oh, you just you didn't know you didn't realize that was JDM's wife. Just with, once they put her name up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, when she was there. Yeah, yeah. She's she's uh, she's awesome. Uh, so that's Walking Although Dead I talk. Say, she. She was going on and on about. How she started this podcast with Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and um, they basically like are trying to solve these true crimes like in real time. Huh? I'm like, sounds like you're butting in on other people's business, <laughs> and it's literally a murder. Like, I know nothing. I know nothing about that. I didn't. I didn't. I, didn't, I haven't watched. I keep saying I'm going to watch these Talking Dead's, and I just still haven't. Yeah, she was going on about how like. Oh, if you want to rally around a community and if you like true crime, like we do these things where there's these uh, open cases and, you know, we uh, try and get to the bottom of it. And I'm just like, you're just butting in on open murder cases, like, hmm. because you're a celebrity and you think you like, this is weird. Like I was uh, whatever. I, I don't know. Well, I can tell you what, Jeffrey Dean will be at the gate. He'll be at the Seahawk game. He's a big 12th man fan. Yeah, but they actually live in New York. Is that right? They live in upstate New York. Yeah, they have a farm in upstate New York, and they have like al- they have like alpacas. They have like alpacas. they don't actually like have animals for like production. They have them for like pets. It's funny. They have alpacas. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah. Well, that's Walking Dead. Uh, I guess I know. It's like I I, I even forgot what even to bring it up. But I'm just <laughs> like... Well, hold on. So we got this week is five, right? Yeah. Six. So we're gonna have we're gonna have Four one. Weeks left. So we're gonna have one. If I'm doing the math right, we're gonna have one week where we have Walking Dead and the World Beyond together, and then I guess the world, and then I guess that ends, and then it's the World Beyond and Fear going on at the same time. I guess. Yeah, I guess that's what they'll do. Because October third, the World Beyond comes back. So High School Musical. Yeah. God. Uh, all right. I think that I think that wraps us up. I'm yeah, excited. I'm, I'm excited for you, you to get all because I was just I was just all not into what's going on there right now. That's why I'm here, man. Yep. Once you put the seatbelt on me, I contribute every now and again. <laughs> all right, man. Well, Drew, as per usual, good talk. See you out there. Big kisses. Sit down. Pull you that first round You got an open count Toss it out Everybody's cold right now Stir up the crowd Get you that second round Go on and throw it out Talking about anything that makes you get loud <laughs>